Chapter 6 Sita Janaka king of Mithila was an ideal ruler He was a much revered friend of Dasharatha who when he planned his yaga for progeny sent not mere messengers but ministers to Mithila to invite king Janaka Janaka was not only a brave king but was as well versed in the shastras and vedas as any rishi and was the beloved pupil of yagyavalkya whose exposition of brahma gnana to him is a substance of the brihadaranyaka upanishad in the bhagavad gita sri krishna cites janaka as an illustrious example of the karma yoga Janaka was thus worthy to be the father of Sita who was to be the wife of Vishnu as he came down to earth in human form desirous of performing a yaga Janaka at one time plowed the chosen site as usual this was done by his own hand as the field was being cleared and leveled Janaka saw among shrubs a baby divinely beautiful. Janaka was childless and accepted the infant as Bhuma Devi, the goddess Earth's gift to him. Taking the child in his arms, he went to his beloved wife and said, "Here is treasure for us. I found this child on the yaga site and we shall make it our own." and she joyfully agreed the beauty of the goddess earth mortal eyes cannot see in its fullness but we get a glimpse of it as we gaze with grateful hearts on the emerald green or golden ripeness of springtide or autumn fields or with awe and adoration on the glories of mountain and valley rivers and ocean This loveliness was Sita in its entirety. The poet Kamban would have it that Sita's beauty threw into the shade Lakshmi herself who came up with nectar as the ocean of milk was being churned. This child of divine beauty was brought up by King Janaka and his dear queen. When Sita reached the age of marriage Janaka was sad that he would have to part with her though he tried hard he was for long unable to choose a prince worthy of Sita many kings came to Mithila seeking Sita's hand but in Janaka's view none of them were good enough the king anxiously thought over the matter and came to a decision long ago pleased with the yaga performed by janaka varuna presented to him rudra's bow and two quivers that was an ancient heavenly bow which no ordinary man could even move this was kept by him as an honored heirloom since only a very exceptional man could be considered worthy of sita Janaka issued this proclamation 
Sita, my daughter, will be given in marriage to the prince who can lift, bend and string the bow of Shiva which Varuna gave me and to none other. Many princes who had heard of Sita's beauty went to Mithila only to return disappointed. None could fulfill the condition. Led by Vishwamitra, the rishis from Siddhashrama were proceeding to Mithila with bullock carts transporting their luggage. The animals and the birds in the ashrama set out to follow Vishwamitra, but he gently bade them stay behind. It was evening when they reached the river Sona. There they rested for the night. Vishwamitra recounted to Rama and Lakshmana the history of the place. Getting up in the morning, they continued their journey and crossed another river, not very deep, and by noon they were at the Ganga. They bathed in the holy river and the rishis made offerings to their forefathers. They improvised an ashrama there, performing their pujas and cooked their food. Meal over, they sat around Vishwamitra, who, at the request of the two princes, told the story of Ganga. Himavang, the king of mountains, and his spouse Manorama had two daughters, of whom Ganga was the elder. Himavang sent her to the land of the Devas in response to their request and she dwelt with them. Uma, the younger, won the favor of Shiva and became his spouse. Sagara, a former king of Ayodhya, had no son for long. With his two wives, Kesini and Sumati, he went to Himalaya and performed tapas. Sage Brigu, pleased with the king, blessed him and said, You will get a number of children and will acquire undying fame. One of your wives will give birth to only one son, and through him your lineage will be continued. The other queen will bear 60,000 strong armed sons. Sagara's wives bowed low before the sage and asked him which one of them would get an only son and which the 60,000 children. Sage Brigu asked each of them their own desire. Kesini said she would be satisfied with one son who would continue the lineage. Sumati chose the other alternator. Be it so, said the sage. Satisfied, the king and his wives took leave of the sage and returned to Ayodhya. In course of time, Asamanjas was born to Kesini. Sumati gave birth to a physiparous mass which divided out into 60,000 babies. This army of children was well taken care by nurses. Years rolled by, and while these 60,000 grew into strong, handsome princes, Asamanjas 
turned out to be a cruel lunatic. He indulged in the pastime of throwing little children into the river and laughed merrily as they struggled and died. Naturally, people hated this maniac and banished him from the country. To the great relief of all, Asamanja's son, Amshuman, was the opposite of his father and was a brave, virtuous and amiable prince. King Sagara launched a great Ashwamedha Yaga and Prince Amshuman was in charge of the Yaga horse. But Indra, in the guise of a Rakshasa, managed to carry off the animal. The Devas regarded Yagas by mortals as a challenge to their superior and lost no opportunity of throwing obstacles in their way. If, however, all obstructions were overcome and the Yaga was completed, they accepted offerings made to them and then he who performed the Yaga got due reward. The king was greatly upset when he heard that the Yaga horse was stolen. He sent out the 60,000 sons of Sumati to go in search of the animal all over the earth and to spare no pains to retrieve. The loss of the horse he impressed upon them not only means obstruction to the Yaga, it casts Papa and humiliation on all concerned. You should therefore recover the horse wherever it may be kept hidden. Satisfied, the king and his wives took leave of the sage and returned to Ayodhya. In course of time, Asamanjas was born to Kesini. Sumati gave birth to a physiparous mass which divided out into 60,000 babies. This army of children was well taken care of by nurses. Years rolled by, and while the 60,000 grew into strong, handsome princes, Asamanjas turned out to be a cruel lunatic. He indulged in the pastime of throwing little children into the river and laughed merrily as they struggled and died. Naturally, people hated this maniac and banished him from the country. To the great relief of all, Asamanja's son, Amshuman, was the opposite of his father and was a brave, virtuous and amiable prince. King Sagara launched a great Ashwamedha Yaga and Prince Amshuman was in charge of the Yaga horse. But Indra, in the guise of a Rakshasa, managed to carry off the animal. The Devas regarded Yagas by mortals as a challenge to their superior and lost no opportunity of throwing obstacles in their way. If, however, all obstructions were overcome and the Yaga was completed, they accepted offerings made to them. And then he who performed the Yaga got due reward. 
the king was greatly upset when he heard that the yaga horse was stolen he sent out the 60000 sons of sumati to go in search of the animal all over the earth and to spare no pains to retrieve the loss of the horse he impressed upon them not only means obstruction to the yaga it caused papa and humiliation on all concerned you should therefore recover the horse wherever it may be kept hidden eagerly the sons of sagara proceeded to search the entire earth but the horse was nowhere to be found they even started digging the earth as for a buried treasure and in their anxiety respected neither place nor person and only succeeded in earning the hatred of all they met the horse was not to be found and when they reported their failure to the king he bade them to search the nether world also the princes did as they were told and in patala which is the nether world they saw the horse grazing in a corner of an ashrama not far from the place where sage kapila who was vishnu himself was sitting in meditation the princess at once jumped to the conclusion that they had not only found the stolen horse but the thief also and they rushed on kapila shouting here is a thief pretending to be a yogi kapila thus disturbed opened his eyes and the 60000 princess were reduced to a heap of ashes indra the real thief had artfully left the horse here with this very intention 